What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Everyday Hustle podcast. If you guys are coming from the YouTube video, thank you. If you guys were at the YouTube video, you'll know that the theme of the video was procrastination. And I'm excited to talk about this topic with Joelle Brown, who is a transformational coach and speaker, founder of I Am Addicted to Success, and also been featured in the Think and Grow Rich movie by Napoleon Hill. Uh, I've known him for a very long time. My friend from Australia, Joel Brown. Awesome, brother. Wow, wow, wow. It has been a while. I remember seeing your video on YouTube. Oh, damn, about 11, maybe 10 or 11 years back. Wow. Called Dear Hard Work. It's crazy how long it's been, right? Yeah, and then I remember I was on your podcast when you launched the podcast, right? And you yeah. interview me. Do you still yeah, do podcasting? Like, I, I do. I actually, I put a new episode out last night, which was really powerful uh, around how to have more money, even if the economy collapses. So I, I feel like it's such a great medium to be able to reach people with really important conversations and insights. So yeah, I, I still do it to really bring as much value as possible to my audience. And I love that you invited me on, on yours too. And thank you for giving me the platform to speak with your audience as well. No, thank you for taking time. I know, how many hours are we apart? Like 12? 10? Yeah, I, I think about 10. 10. 10 hours apart. So I'm thankful and for of you of coming, coming by today here at the Everyday Hustle to talk about yeah, procrastination. You know, it's, it's very, it's something that we are all victims of. Um, to some degree. Before we do yeah. that, maybe, maybe in 60 seconds or less, let people know a little bit about yourself and we'll, we'll take it from there, Joel Brown. Yeah, for sure. Okay, thanks, Adam. Appreciate you, man. So 11 years ago, I created a website called addictedtosuccess.com. Uh, it's now the world's number one motivation and self-development website. We've reached over 320 million website views. The podcast is close to 4 million uh, downloads right now. Uh, but, you know, the most important thing, apart from all of that, you know, because these are just numbers, the most important thing is I love sitting or, you know, speaking at events and, and being with people that are going through the struggle that uh, open up to a new opportunity that fills within them and instills within them the hope and possibility of a better future. You know, I love transformational coaching. So, the website, the podcast, and all that's great to get an introduction with people. But really what I desire is for people to come to our events and our workshops so we can do the hands-on work. So they can have this experiential uh, experience of transformation. So that's what I live and breathe right now. Uh, we're doing a bunch of video projects and you know, there's always content coming out online. But uh, with COVID right now, traveling is not so much on the, the high priority list for everybody. So yeah, I, I've been doing a lot of online summits and masterclasses as well, which we've been putting all over the net. And we've had a, just an amazing group of people step in as well uh, from all over the world to really facilitate transformation as best as we can online. I've witnessed your come up. Like we literally, we started um, around the same time. I got busy with family, but you kept going away. And I peep and I see you going and I'm excited to see how much you've built. And uh, come here full circle and now I'm in the space again. So, you know, everyone, I'll be putting links in the description. So be sure to check out Joel. 
and inquire about his master classes, transformational coaching, etc. Um, awesome. So procrastination, man. Let's talk about this P word. It seems like you know we we fall victim to this. Um, the good, you know, all of us to some degree. Um, but you know, why why do you think you know we seem to put important things to to the side and focus on other tasks when we know what we should be doing? Yeah, you know, procrastination is just the effect. It's not actually the cause. Mm. And when I think of procrastination, I actually see procrastination as failure. You're already failing if you're procrastinating. Oof. Because it's stopping you from getting closer to your dreams. Mm. I believe that consciously we all desire to live a better life. I do. I believe that we all, for whatever reason, we, we're doing something for a reason. Otherwise, we, 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 we're getting something from it. We wouldn't do it otherwise, right? Mm -hmm. So what it is is that we have this perceived pain of the past or a perceived hallucination of the future or an ill hallucination of the future. That's why we stand still. And so we're in this kind of in-between zone where we know consciously we want it. It's kind of like this one foot on the accelerator and one on the brake. And the brake is the subconscious programs, right? So I've spent the last, out of 11 years of coaching, I've spent the last six years uh, really narrowing in on procrastination. And I've identified six procrastination types, okay? And allows people to identify where they're at because I believe that change create, uh, it starts first where we can become aware of where the, the cause is. And when we narrow in on that, we can then meet it face to face, turn that fear into fun, dance with it and transform it and let it go if need be or change it into a different form. And so I just really love sitting down with people and going through their, their struggles and showing them that they decided at some point in their life that they were going to make a certain experience mean something to them because you you know you often hear of one person's come from the gutter and they've turned their life into fame and riches right and then you have another person that's come from the gutter and the rest of their life they're staying in that story and so they become a victim to their past and not a master of their destiny and so I love sitting down and having conversations with people and seeing, okay, what's your patterns? Because I believe that life is patterns. And if we can find where the patterns coming from, we can change it. Oh, totally. I, my, one of my favorite sayings is forget, you know, what they say. Just look at their patterns. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so that being said, you know, often we look at patterns as habits and your habits have a big play in your life and the reason being is because your identity is shaped by your beliefs and your habits that every decision that you make in your life is shaped by your values and your beliefs so if we pay attention to those three areas values beliefs and habits super important stuff now if we then bring on top of it skills a skill set this is what we're utilizing to be able to to bring even more value into the world so I've identified, we call it the four dimensions of excellence. You've got values, beliefs, habits, and skills. Your values is your compass. Your beliefs is, are you ready in your mind? Your habits are, are you willing? Are you willing to do it? And skills is, are you able? Ready, willing, and able, right? So if you just remember that, just remember that 
whenever you feel like you're not showing up to some degree in your life, you're either lacking in one or all of the dimensions. And often when I teach my students these dimensions, when they come to me, I go, cool, which, which dimension are you lacking in? And straight away, they can identify it. They say, ah, it's this here. So then we can get to work. You know, we can get to work and make it, make it happen and, and create that transformation. And I feel like a lot of people that are walking around in procrastination are often uh, scared of what they think will bring pain to them in the future. But the truth is, you don't know, right? You're in this uncertainty. You haven't stepped in. So you're not aware of what could actually show up. It's like your mind's playing tricks on you. And it's your subconscious trying to pull you back into your comfort zone. Your current identity is your comfort zone. So in order for me to have a better future, Adam, in order for you to create an even better future, I know you've done some really epic stuff, right? You had to have had to uh, step outside of your comfort zone. And I know it sounds very general, very cliche, motivation-based uh, messaging, but essentially it sounds easy, but it's tough to do. Oh, yeah. And it's tough to do because when you go to step into that uncomfortable zone to stretch your identity, to expand your identity, to become more, what ultimately happens is your subconscious brain sets off a signal to your body because your unconscious is your body, your body is your unconscious. And it sends this kind of this, uh, like this this feeling of ah don't do that like shock and scare right and this this heavy emotion that you stall yourself in your own tracks and you don't move forward now if our thoughts are more powerful than our, our emotions then we can create change and or you create a new emotional experience that's even stronger than that current emotion that you've been repeating as a pattern for so long that it wipes out and overrides that new that old program so a lot of this is reprogramming your mind in order to set yourself up to win and i know we haven't got like <laughs> two or three hours here and we're not in video mode so I, uh, there's a lot of things i can teach and and we can break down i've got frameworks and structures as well uh and you know each person is different in the sense that you have customized uh coaching per person but at the same time there are definitely those procrastination types where often people will be expressing similar traits or similar behaviors and we can work out okay if this is how you're showing up and this is a category you're in as a procrastinator then here are creation steps in order for you to counteract your patterns to be able to transform your procrastination type and and i believe i'm a recovering procrastinator <laughs> you know like you're a recovering procrastinator adam you know, you're not a procrastinator, you're a recovering procrastinator. And that's because you're continually doing the work to counteract that procrastination. Just before we jumped on the call, you said that you were following through on, you know, your website and your podcast and everything because you know you want to embody what you teach. And so you're a recovering procrastinator. So it's, it's possible, man. I've seen people break some of the craziest patterns. I've seen people go from on the couch to stepping up and they they shift into high achiever mode and just so much in their life changes so it's all possible totally totally what what do you think are you know some of the causes like i'm i'm, I'm thinking like you said the, the fear is one of them i think also perfectionism is, is something that a lot yep. of you know or overthinking Yep. Or just, you said framework, there's no systems, there's no structure, there's no, they don't have a framework. 
so they rather just put it away um yeah well i can break down i can break down briefly i, I won't go into full detail because it'll take a while to break it all down but i'll give you a quick overview of what the types are and and just allude to some of the behaviors and and if you're listening to this right now maybe you might identify with maybe one or two uh of of them and just remember we identify with probably every characteristic type at some point in our life it's just more so are you repeating that pattern more often right it's what you're more consistent in repeating that allows you to then work out which type you are um the first type is the obsessive idealist which very much so is like the uh, the perfectionist that you mentioned before adam the obsessive idealist is often judgmental of others and themselves. Uh, they're always getting ready to get ready. They're waiting for the perfect conditions to get started, right? They have a, an all or nothing type of personality. Uh, they're very neat and controlled. They desire to be flawless, right? And, and with that desire to be flawless, they often get anxious, which is why they become this over analytical person. And, and they, like to, they like to argue, they like to be right. So that's the perfectionist, the obsessive idealist, right? Then the second type is the big shot. They have dreams that are so big that it paralyzes them to achieve it, right? They have these big ideas, but they don't usually have a well thought out strategy to achieve it. So they keep saying all these fancy words, but they don't follow through. So that's the big shot. Then we have the dreadhead and the dreadhead. They love the familiar and the predictable. They prefer to stay in the comfort zone as often as possible. And they also tend to be fidgety. They struggle with focus. They have trouble changing, deciding and committing. They spend a lot of time in the what ifs, like what if that goes wrong? What if that doesn't happen? What if I don't make money, right? So the radical defiant, they do more to create conflict than they do to produce, right? And they come across suave and clean cut, but they have a lot of emotional chaos in the background and they don't like and respect other people's systems or strategies. They're always trying to avoid going through the process and they tend to break down emotionally from all the built up frustration of their procrastination. Right, the drama junkie. Well, the drama junkie is addicted to their feelings, and they chase these entertaining distractions in high-pressure times. You know, they'll they'll go watch Netflix and pretend that it's not there, and they'll try and uh, entertain themselves so they don't have to focus. They also struggle with balance and consistency, and they struggle with creating structure in their life, and they easily become exhausted and overwhelmed because of all their bottled-up emotions. And then the last one is the angry altruist. Now, this is an interesting one because they tend to give and give and give so much. It comes from this need of approval and to avoid the pain of rejection, right? And often what they do is they tend to give so much that they attract someone into their life or many people into their life that don't receive and then they feel resentful of that person. And it's almost like service and contribution becomes their identity and they don't have any other balance in their life. They're always giving so much and they become addicted to just giving all the time it becomes part of their identity and their character so they're the six types and if you're listening there maybe there's one or two and what we do is we have what we, what we call the the how to shift into creation so creation steps and to break it down i'd have to present it you know in, in full detail but ultimately what we do is we go for the opposite of what the behaviors are. So for example, if someone is obsessive idealist, and, and I know you have quite a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to your podcast, right? They're entrepreneurial minded people. Totally. Yeah. So there's three that usually resonate the most with entrepreneurs is the obsessive idealist. Uh, there's the big shot. And then there's the angry altruist. So 
for example, with the obsessive idealist, some of the creation steps would be don't aim for the impossible, instead aim for good, great, or excellent. So often those that are obsessive idealists, perfectionists, they put so much weight on their shoulders that they're trying to always get it perfect. And they don't aim for good, great, or excellent and know that they're a work in progress and they get to build and, and tweak it along the way. Uh, they also put too much on their plate. So starting each day with a task list of only two to three things is a really good idea. And then just living more in the present and finding deep meaning and in, in emotion behind your goals rather than making decisions that are always so logical, right? So the perfectionist needs to connect a little bit more with themselves. The big shot... The big shot needs to focus more on big habits rather than big goals. You know, the big shot is always focusing on the big vision and trying to pursue the big vision, but the, the habits that they have in place aren't big and powerful enough, right? Uh, also, the big shot tends to cast visions uh, for external things, material things. I, I think money and significance is fine, but they tend to kind of overdo it in this space. And they don't focus on who they're becoming and what they're learning in the process. So just to bring yourself back and ground yourself into that. And also just learning to produce in timeframes is going to be a really big thing for a big shot. Learning to love the dark and light parts of yourself too. Often big shots are overcompensating because they're trying to suppress their dark side. And they're trying to act like they're all, you know, they're all succeeding and doing well and everything's good. <laughs> a lot of people tend to do that, right? And then the angry altruists, uh, a few creation steps would be Determine your top priorities in life so you can better manage your energy and do the work that you love and not always giving so much all the time for everybody else, right? It sounds like a good virtue, but when you're over-delivering all the time and you're not, you're not giving yourself that self-love, you tend to become resentful because you're betraying yourself. And, and you know, it's like holding an ice block next to a heater, Adam. It's like these parts of you slowly drip away, you know, so we've got to make sure we don't do that. Uh, another thing too is to run a program where you get others to serve for you. It's kind of uncomfortable for some people that are so used to giving, but what letting others give as well is a good way to really reprogram that behavior there. And then learn to limit your time by determining its value. A lot of angry altruist type of procrastinators don't understand the value of their time. They haven't sat down and gone, okay, how much would my time be worth per hour? How much time have I sat down learning this skill set? Um, how much time have I paid for mentors and spent listening to podcasts like this and going to workshops and events? Why am I just giving it all away for free? So understanding the value of your time is really going to create this great contrast for you to be able to know whether you're giving so much to everybody else or if it's time to start stepping back in and doing your own work too. Yeah, man. That's, we could go on about this. There's so many like really cool ways to counteract it and create transformation. For sure. Listeners, uh, I hope you guys are taking in these six type of procrastinators out there and identify which one you may fall into if it's one or two of them and you know start tackling and and overcoming it i think some other solutions are for me to i'll, I'll summarize a few of these um points that you mentioned and maybe add some so breaking down small tasks is one um, that joelle mentioned i think also a, a tactic that i shared in the youtube video is I created an, an, an analogy that I actually got from Brendan Bouchard. Um, essentially what it is, is you, you, you dedicate a block time, but you come with the mindset that, you know, it's like a special unit force, you know, like a SWAT team that's coming in and we're going to get this task done by any means necessary. 
dedicate mm. three to four hours or whatever, how many times, but you know, by the end of this three to four hours, the needle has to move, period. It's a mm. decision, but you really, you're really locking in. And you, 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 you bring in that dedicated special unit force that's within and you go all in. So that's a tactic I use and, and talked about in the video in order to get my website done and uh, implementing that. Visualizing potential obstacles, I think, is a big one as, as well. And, you know, working backward and figuring out the solutions for that. Not being fearful of that, but you're visualizing that. And also visualizing being done and how that's going to, you know, how it's going to feel. And hopefully that can motivate you and maybe that can be your why. I feel like a lot of time we miss the why and we're just going going with the flow or just trying to chip away because we just created a goal but we don't even know if you know that why even moves us yeah and i think also just creating a in an environment to allow you to get the work done and whether that's you know the in, mute, listening to music common environment maybe some people love to work in coffee shops whatever it is you know going into that these environments that allow, that put you in a space to to really you know get the work done uh, and a big one is ask for help. I feel like a lot of people have pride, uh, but if you really want to get anything meaningful done, you're gonna have to knock on some doors sometimes. And may, they may people may not roll their sleeves, but they may guide you. They may inspire. They may help you. But I think when you ask for help, too, a big component that comes with that is accountability. Now someone knows that you have something that needs to be done, and a lot of time when there is accountability, accountability. You're, you, you know, that's another factor that could support you to get something done. Anything else you think, uh, Joel? Yeah, I love those points, man. I really do. It was, it's cool to hear your perspective and what's worked well for you. And I've implemented them as well in my life. And so, yeah, it, it, this is the thing. You are constantly going through this back and forth between your new and old programs you know, your conscious way of thinking and new ideas and you're using this creativity to cast your goals and visions. And then you have the subconscious programs where a lot of it it has developed from a young age. So when you're, you know, four years old, five years old, six or seven, you're running off these programs of maybe your mom or your dad said something way back then that you made mean I'm not good enough. So then you're still going up to battle with that, right? So we want to set up our environment to win. All these habits that uh, Adam and I have been sharing, great way to counteract it. Uh, Like I said, your unconscious mind is a habit mind. You know, your body is your unconscious, your unconscious is your body, your habit. uh, Within that as well is your pattern. So if we can go against that over and over and over again consistently, you can't just listen to this, write it down and then action it for a few days. You got to consistently show up in it in order to create that change long term. But I want to leave you with this question here. And if you got a pad and a pen, write it down. If you got your phone right now, write it in your phone. The question is, what do you want in your life? Okay, so write that question down. What do you want in your life? And think about it in your mind. What do you want in your life? The next question that goes with that is, if you believe you can have it, if you pay the price, right? If you believe you can have it, if you pay the price, what is the price you will need to pay? What is the price you will need to pay? And the last part of that question is, and are you willing to pay that price? When we simplify it like this, 
it really gets us to narrow in on what is it that we really want you know someone uh, asked me a little while back bob proctor we're on the set of the, the movie thing to grow rich and we're having a conversation about visualization and writing things down and making things happen and he said joe i believe if you can hold it in your head you can hold it in your hand and i love that it's so true and and he said you know joe a lot of people just ask what do you want he said that's just everyday thinking ask yourself what do you really want and let your mind go to that space and if you know right if you believe you can have it if you pay the price because you can you put any price on it you can pay it you got to work out what is the price you'll need to pay and once you work out what that price is you then need to ask yourself am i willing to pay the price to go for it to make it happen so pair that with everything that adam and i shared today with the new pattern disruptors and the new habits to, to introduce and just watch it there's a massive shift in your life i remember i was walking through new york city and this was a good wow like 12 years ago and i was looking down at my phone i was walking along and as i looked up i was in the middle of uh times square and i looked up at this billboard and it was a nike ad and it said yesterday you said tomorrow and I was like, oh man, I got chills. I got chills when I saw that because I realized how much I was putting so many things off. And I remember going back to my hotel that day and just pulling my laptop out and just smashing out a bunch of work because I just knew like that was me. I kept saying tomorrow, tomorrow I'll do it, tomorrow I'll do it. Yesterday you said tomorrow. So we're going to hold ourselves accountable to our highest dreams in order to achieve them. Very, very well said, Joel. Listen, man. Those three questions will definitely be in the description. I hope everyone, you know, asks themselves those three questions every day. Uh, and like you said, if you can, um, if you can, what did Bob practice say? If you can think it, if you can think if it you in can your mind, it. you can have it in your hands. Yeah, if you can hold it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. There you go. Listen, in your dream to reality. Totally. And um, it's been such a pleasure to have you here at the Everyday Hustle. And, um, I definitely want to bring you back down the pipeline to talk about consciousness. You talked, you use that word probably more than procrastination in this in today's um, episode. So I know there's this, this that that must be a big topic that you you know studied, and I wanna I wanna I wanna go there with you on that one. Yeah, we could definitely go. I mean, the interesting thing about the conscious mind and the subconscious is your conscious downloads 40 bits of data and information per second. Your subconscious downloads 40 million bits per second so if you can tap into the subconscious and become the master of your mind and not the slave to it just imagine the destiny you can you can create right it's it's pretty insane so yeah i love that conversation man i do a lot of work with the subconscious mind uh i do a process called per, uh psych k which essentially is muscle testing and doing whole brain posture balances to get your brain in a cohesive state to be able to install new statements through reprogramming so there's a lot around that and uh it, it's really powerful stuff to just see that essentially our subconscious is like a computer and it doesn't respond to questions you can't ask it a question you must drop statements in and you know we've got to unblock ourselves in order to be able to drop those statements in and really powerful things start to happen when you upgrade your computer in your mind it's pretty awesome stuff man so yeah we could definitely tap into that and uh yeah there's so much we could we could flex into but i just really love the fact that you're doing this you know a lot a lot more people in the world are starting to wake up there's still a lot out there that really need this information and need this support in your leadership so 
thanks a million for doing this this amazing work that you do it's it's been amazing thank you so much joel for again for being here at the everyday hustle podcast thank everyone for tuning in link in the description to joel brown and all of his resources and websites um thank you guys again for being on being on today's podcast here at the everyday hustle peace love and we are out really hope you enjoyed today's podcast here at the everyday hustle subscribe and follow the podcast be sure to tune into the videos on youtube.com slash everyday hustle stay humble stay hustling catch you guys on the next episode right here at the everyday hustle